Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? Stop what you're doing and listen. The KDLM Sports Wrap. Do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. There's a lot of morons in the mainstream media that just don't get it. Join the conversation on Facebook Live as they stream the show live from the KDLM studio. I gotta say, I'm just fired up to be here today. Hello and welcome. If you're competent in an age of incompetence, that makes you appear extraordinary. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. Forest Hills Resort is not responsible for errant shots. <laughs> they must have known Zeke was coming. Where's he from? I'm from Detroit Lakes. I'm not an expert, but I do have a strong opinion. Detroit Lakes go crazy! We're still here! We're still here! Get up! Come on, get up! If you're as tight as I am! Yeah! Thirteen forty, Katie Lemon Station. You can count on. Welcome to the Katie Lemon Sports Wrap on a snowy Thursday. Who would have thought, huh? Well, the weather forecasters did. I, I'll admit, I had my doubts at about like two two thirty yesterday. It was it was cold and it was windy. I'm like, there's no way. And then, bam, three o'clock. Them big fluffy flakes started falling from the sky. And look where you are now. I feel like I should be playing some Christmas music on KDLM. Now we won't go that far. This is a sports wrap. Uh, another busy show. The second time in four days we've been double booked guest-wise. We've got John Malay from the MSHSL coming up second half of the sports wrap. We'll give John a call down in the Twin Cities. We'll talk about spring sports, something we didn't have here in the uh, the state of Minnesota last year. we got start dates. We've got uh, how many competitions. We've got how long seasons can last. We've got uh, days that section and state tournaments for spring sports can begin. We've got some restrictions as well. Some questions I have uh, for John specifically concerning outdoor athletes uh, wearing masks and what the, the, the track situation could potentially look like for wearing masks as well. Uh, but first, uh, join now in the studio head coach of the Laker wrestling team. They are beginning their playoffs tonight in Pine River Bacchus. Wrestling Alexander at 5 o'clock. You'll hear that on our sister station. Head coach of the Lakers, Rob Elliott. Good morning, coach. Hey, good morning, Zeke. Exciting day today. Section playoffs finally started. It seems like it was just yesterday. It was March, or January 14th, 15th. We were finally getting the season underway, knowing we didn't have a lot of time to get these matches in. And here we are. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's... Uh... It's funny that the season kind of rolls along and you get to the tournament time and, and everything kind of changes again, you know, and, and such. The uh, I think that the effort of the kids picks up by this time, at this time of year mm-hmm. and the excitement level, I think, picks up a little bit. So um, it's, it's really a fun time of year. Let's talk about the last uh, two or three weeks. You guys were on a COVID-19 pause. Uh, when's the last time you guys wrestled? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, it's been about two weeks ago. We were at a try uh, over in Aiken with Aiken and Bemidji okay. on a Friday night and such. So that was our, our last action there. We uh, we ended up going one and one that night, uh, defeated Aiken, uh, and then uh, we lost to Bemidji on criteria and things. So it was a, a good night of wrestling. We really wrestled tough and things, no question. Uh, but then, as you said, we, we were in a, a, a shutdown for a little bit with uh, – with uh, some contact with uh, COVID-related issues and things. and mm-hmm. It was more precautionary for the team than anything else. It's kind of funny how if you're around somebody that has it, um, then all of a sudden, you ha- you know, there's some concerns there. And we certainly understand those things, but uh, that's that's kind of how we had to proceed this time around is we had to make sure that we were, that everybody was going to be healthy and safe down the stretch, and so mm-hmm. we had to do a shutdown. 
How do you keep your guys ready for a for a section tournament with with no competition for the last two weeks? <laughs> well, I told the guys I think we got them right where we want them. Yeah. Boy, we had a nice little break in there. Uh, got to refresh ourselves well a little rested, bit. Guys. Refo- yeah, yeah. Refocus. We came back last week to practice, and we've had just six really, really good days of practice. And then kids are really working hard and such. Uh, I, I, I actually uh, think that 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 maybe it, it it could be kind of an advantage in a way if you think about it, just being refreshed a little bit more here and such. But. Uh, you know, we just we focused when we got back on getting our conditioning back and things, and, and uh, uh, still working on that technique and stuff to a point and such along the way. But you know, we're uh, I I think that uh, the kids have worked really hard and we're ready to go. Wrestling tonight in Pine River Bacchus. They're the the two seed. You're on the same side of the bracket as Pine uh, Pine River Pequot Lakes. They'll wrestle Fergus Falls tonight. You guys get Alexandria at five o'clock. Top half of the bracket one seed Thief River Falls gets Sox or Melrose, and then Purim and DGF on that top half of the bracket as well. Let's talk about the kind of the the the, the weird structure for this uh, the section eight two A wrestling matchup. Starting with uh, what's going on in 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 Pine River Bacchus tonight. Yeah, so we we have two sites tonight. Uh, so we 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 seeded our our section one through ten. There were actually three teams that opted out of the section team tournament this year. And uh, so those teams are not competing this week. So we have eight teams that are going to be competing. Four are going to Thief River Falls tonight, and then four are going to Pine River tonight. Uh, Thief River was the number one seed in the section. Pine River was number two, and we were number three. So at the, at, at the guillotine rankings, uh, you guys, Thief, uh, Pequot, Pine River, Vacus, and you guys, pretty pretty close in those rankings, I think scattered between like 9 and, and 12 or something like that. So it should be a pretty good competition for the well, section championship. I think, I think that our uh, our section is very balanced this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't forget about Perm and Perm, DG. Yeah. And DGF puts a nice team out on the mat as well. So there there's just no real front runner here, I don't believe. I think we're all pretty even. Look at the teams that opted out. It was Piers, Rozo, and United Clay Becker. Looks like the teams that opted out of the, uh, the section tournament. If you guys beat Alexandria tonight, uh, you'll take on either Pequot Lakes, Pine River Bacchus, or Fergus Falls tonight as well, correct? Correct, yes. And then if you win, you'll wrestle again back in Pequot Lakes on Saturday in kind of a different format where you'll be, you, you could potentially be section champions and then have your season end that same day at, at the same time because section seven is going to be there too and you'll have the first round of state right off the bat on Saturday. Yeah, so what they're saying is tonight, if if you win your you know, your tournament tonight. So there's mm-hmm. going to be one team coming out of Pine River tonight. Okay. It'll, be, it'll be one of us four, Alex, more, uh, Fergus Falls, Detroit Lakes, or Pine River. There'll be one team come out of there. Be one team coming out of the uh, section up, the, the half up north with Thief tonight. So those two on Saturday will meet at Pequot Lakes and will wrestle for the section championship. Well, on the other side of the bracket, you've got Section 7. They're also going to send their final two teams to Pequot Lakes on Saturday, and they're going to wrestle for their section championship. And then what happens after those section champs have been determined is they're going to have the uh, the first round of the Minnesota State Wrestling Tournament. Uh, That's at weird. That time. That's weird. It is. It really is. Um, you know, I guess the, the, the hope is that you, uh, you just have less teams competing in big venues at a mm-hmm. state level then, and you know, a week from then, uh, well, actually two weeks from then, uh, then the final four teams in the state of Minnesota will meet in the state finals then in St. Michael Albertville. Okay. Uh, so, so not at the X this year? No, it's not at the X this year. Okay. They, they chose smaller venues. Uh, it's very limited spectators and crowd size. Like, as an example, tonight at Pine River, we're only allowed one spectator per athlete on the team. That's wow. it. Yeah. 
Yeah, we will have complete coverage of the matches tonight on our sister station, 102.3 KRCQ. We're going to have Laker girls basketball on KDLM just because of, of how condensed everything is. We want to make sure that you guys get the max exposure you can for your program while we'll still try to juggle boys and girls basketball and boys and girls hockey who are st- still gearing up for the playoffs. I think final seedings for, for girls hockey comes out tomorrow and then the coaches will meet for boys hockey on, on Tuesday. So we're, we're gearing up and we're, we're getting these seasons in and, and, and that's fun to see, even with a, pauses for a, a number of these, these programs. Right, right. It, it's busy time. There's no question. Let's talk about some some guys you're expecting big things tonight. What's your lineup look like against Alexandria tonight? Yeah, I think I think we've got probably our, our deepest lineup we've had all year. We got a couple kids healthy back in the lineup that we didn't have for a while and things. Uh, uh, got some bumps and bruises healed up now here and such. So I I, I think we're going to put a pretty deep uh, team on the mat here tonight. Uh, I have to tell you, Alexandria puts a nice squad out there. Their strength is all the bottom half of the lineup. So anything from 106 through about 171, they put a fairly good kid on. Uh, up top of those upper weights, they're a little bit uh, less experienced up there. But boy, I'll tell you what, they wrestle a hard physical style of wrestling and such, and we're going to have to be ready to go. There will be some very key matches all the way from 120 through about 160 for us tonight. Uh, against Alexandria, and, and we're going to have to be ready to wrestle. But the good thing is that's kind of the strength of our lineup, too, is right through those middleweights and such. So I think uh, I think that if we uh, get out there and wrestle to the best of our ability and uh, you know bring that physical nature to the mat and, and things, I, I think that uh, we can come out of that one and, and be just fine and such. But what I like about it is we're going to have some good matches against some really physical kids, I think, tonight. And that'll get us, if we can come through Alexandria, then... Uh, and and, and uh, come out of that one with the victory and things, then I think that it puts us in better position to take the mat against Pine River then. Earlier this season, you had expressed some con- concern from those 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 lower weight classes, uh, the, the more inexperienced guys, usually the younger guys. Yeah. So have they been impressing you this year? You know, they're they're getting better. But, but again, we have to be very careful what our expectations are of those guys. Uh, they just, you know, they're working hard every day. They come to practice and things, and we're seeing some some improvements, no question. Uh, but we have to be careful that our expectations aren't too high on those guys down there. So they're doing a good job. They're getting getting better in things where our expectations are is when we hit our, our veterans part of our lineup and mm-hmm. such, you know. When we come through uh, starting at 120 with Cole Weber and 126 with Tyson Elliott. We got a couple of really, really good choices at 132 with Bradley Swears and, and Carson Wold. And at 138 pounds, uh, we have Kate Jackson and, and uh, uh, possibly uh, Kate Okeson in there. Uh, we've got 145 pounds of Brody Elliott and, and Clint Andreessen at 160. We've got Garrett Nelson, 170. We've got Thad Schlatter up at one, excuse me, 160 Thad Schlatter, 152 Garrett Nelson. I okay. jumped the gun there a little bit. <laughs> 170, we've got uh, uh, Blaine Henderson, who's been a great bookend for us up there up mm-hmm. top and such, right? But then around him, we're going to have guys like uh, Kale Abrahams and uh, 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 Jorgie's going to be in there at that 82-pound slot and such, and Henry Lee and Jeffrey Moan and, and uh, Jacob Enert. And then we're going to end with Andreas Barnett at heavyweight. And if you notice, I probably mentioned six seniors in there and, yeah. and such. And those guys are they're working hard. They want this section title and such. So I'm, I'm expecting some real big leadership things out of them tonight. Yeah, repeating as section champs would be pretty sweet for this program. Coach, well, good luck tonight. We'll, we'll chat again soon. I, I know you'll be a copy of the coaches to give an update uh, with Charlie on, on Saturday. Yeah. It, it sounds like a busy day potentially for you. Yeah, we're, we're, we'll be there for that. And, you know, we turn around next week. We have first round of individual sections on Tuesday.
That's right. So it, it just goes. It just keeps bang, going, bang, going. Bang, bang, bang. So it just, it just goes. You're going to have to listen to uh, KDLM every day if you want those updates. And they, exactly. They're going to come fast and furious. We'll we'll get them on. Coach Rob Elliott, Laker Wrestling Team Wrestling tonight in the first round of the Section 8 two-way playoffs. Wrestling Alexander at 5 o'clock and catch all the action on our sister station, 102.3 KRCQ. Coach, thanks for stopping by this morning. You bet. Head coach, Laker Wrestling Team Rob Elliott, giving John Millay with the MSHSL a call next on The Wrap. Hi, I'm Mike Ham with NFL Network Now on the Westwood One Radio Network. Prescott got paid. It's $160 million for Dak, making him the second highest paid quarterback in the league. Prescott saying there was never a doubt in his mind he wouldn't be a Cowboy for life in his first press conference since the New Deal. Elsewhere, the salary cap is set. Each team gets $182.5 million to build a perfect roster for the 2021 NFL season, and that set off a flurry of activity. Saints releasing wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders and linebacker Quan Alexander. The Bills released wide receiver John Brown. In two years with Buffalo, Brown totaled 105 catches for 1,500 yards and nine touchdowns. And in Carolina, the Panthers restructured the contracts of running back Christian McCaffrey and Jack Thompson. This has been NFL Network Now on the Westwood One Radio Network. DQ presents How to Find Meal Fulfillment. First, order the delicious new rotisserie-style chicken bites from DQ. Then, feast your eyes on these unbreaded, tender, juicy, 100% white meat beauties. Next, take a bite of the bite. Realize that unbreaded chicken loaded with flavor is finally possible. And last, call your boss and ask for that promotion. You may have started last week, but hey, if chicken this good is possible, anything is possible. New rotisserie-style chicken bites are now a DQ. Happy taste good. What's in store for your business this week at Staples? Printing you new signs for the times. Get back to business with custom printed signs and sales materials. Staples has hundreds of designs to choose from or just upload your own. And now at Staples, get 15% off signs, posters, or decals when you spend $75 or more. Some items printed same day when ordered before 2 p.m. Save big on custom printing at Staples. And it's 52921. Exclusions apply. Limit one offer per customer. See store associate or visit staples.com slash signage for details. Cal Soderquist with your Wolves Minute. Well, after more than a week off, the Minnesota Timberwolves will return to action tonight in New Orleans for a team with lots of questions to be answered as they enter the second half of the season. Big man Carl Anthony Towns hopes that the team took some time over the All-Star break to unplug, and they've now returned refreshed. For the guys, you know, I just wanted them to have a good break. I mean, this, this job is stressful. I've been through this. You have losing seasons, you get to break, and you're just so fogged up and you're worrying so much about basketball and you, you, you waste some precious time with your family and your friends. And by the time you start saying, well, let me enjoy some of the break for myself, you're right back here playing basketball again and you're in the grind. Yeah, it was certainly a whirlwind couple of weeks leading into the All-Star break for the Timberwolves and new head coach Chris Finch. They got a practice in last evening in New Orleans and now they're set to take on Zion Williamson and the Pelicans this evening. Our pregame coverage gets underway at 6.30 on the Timberwolves Radio Network. Experience the advantage with Advantage Seamless Gutters. Experts specializing in various size and styles of seamless gutters to meet all of your residential and commercial needs. Valor Gutter Guards let Advantage Seamless Gutters design your dream home and achieve the curve appeal you've always wanted. Combining durability with seamless technology and colors and styles you'll love. Contact Advantage Seamless Gutters for a free consultation with trusted professionals here in the Lakes area. Visit online at AdvantageSeamlessGutters.com.
This is the Golden Gopher Daily Update. I'm Mike Grimm. The University of Minnesota softball team is back in Florida for a six-game stretch over the next four days, including today. We'll hear from head coach Piper Ritter next. There's a reason why more people choose Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Minnesota for their Medicare plan. With access to 96% of doctors and hospitals in the state, you have coverage you can trust from a partner you can count on. You also have a variety of plans to choose from, with options like $0 premiums, travel benefits, and acupuncture coverage. Some include perks such as silver sneakers, dental, and more at no extra cost. To find the plan that's right for you, visit bluecrossmn.com gophers. The Golden Gophers are in Leesburg, Florida, playing Rutgers twice today and once again tomorrow. Minnesota will also go against Michigan State twice on Saturday and one more time on Sunday. The Gophers so far are 3-3 three and three on the season after splitting six games in Florida late last month. Head coach Piper Ritter says it was good getting back on the diamond and they had to shake off a bit of rust. It was a long time since we'd played a game. Um, you take away the fall and you take away, you know, even that. We had lots of opportunities to compete within our team, but definitely um, the competition side of it was um, something that we took from last week in those last six games and um, really stressed the importance of just getting in there and competing and finding a way. Ritter says her pitching staff hung in there for those first six games. No matter how we prepared, um, six games in three days was going to be a lot. I think that our starters did a pretty good job. Like to see a little bit more um, security in the relieving roles um, to get a couple more innings off, especially the fact that we're about ready to play four days, six games, and then just heading into the Big Ten um, a little bit more games in the weekends than we're, we're used to come Big Ten. That's Gopher softball coach Piper Ritter. For more info on Gopher softball, go to gophersports.com. That's the Golden Gopher Daily Update. I'm Mike Grimm. Turn your toys into cash. Outlet Recreation announces its first ever $5 million buying event. They're buying up to $5 million worth of boats, motorcycles, campers, jet skis, pontoons, anything recreation. And they'll buy yours today. All stores are buying. Fargo, Clearwater, Detroit Lakes, and Cross Lake. Bring in photos and a good description or bring the item in for an instant offer. If it's in storage, no problem. Hurry, you only have until March 16th or when the money's gone. Sell your recreational products to Outlet Recreation today. See website for details. It's time once again for a Twins Minute. I'm Chris Atterbury. When spring camps open, it's, well, it's a very popular thing to say that someone's in the best shape of their life. Byron Buxton came in, always in great shape, bigger, noticeably stronger. But as Byron points out, the offseason was really productive, not just because he's stronger, but the fastest man in baseball might be faster yet. It was good. Uh, obviously, with COVID, uh, it was very limited to when we could meet up and stuff like that, but I'm blessed enough back home to have a track coach that knows what he's doing. So it's just one of those things where, you know, I take take the little pieces and the little things that give me that, that edge to, to be quicker, whether it's getting a lean on the back to, to get to 90 feet quicker or uh, my first step. So uh, it's been a great offseason. Yeah, Sheldon Pierce, the name of Byron's track coach, and maybe this will finally be the year Byron can outrun his older brother. This is a presentation of the Treasure Island Baseball Network. One day sale, one day sale, one day It's Central Market's one-day meat produce and seafood sale Friday. In the meat department, Ultimate Fresh 93% lean ground beef, $2.99 a pound, three-pound package, limit two. Boneless beef top sirloin, $3.99 a pound. Boneless center cut pork loins and pork tenderloin tips, $1.89 a pound and more. During the one-day meat, produce, and seafood sale Friday at Central Market, the fresh place, Detroit Lakes and Perm.
Here's your KDLM weatherology forecast. For today, we'll see gradually decreasing cloud cover, winds still a bit breezy out of the northwest with highs in the upper 30s. And for tonight, partly cloudy, a low of 9 above 0. Friday, abundant sunshine, working up to a high of 36. And then trending milder for your weekend, Saturday, lower 50s for highs with a good deal of sunshine. For Sunday, a blend of clouds and sun back to 45. I'm meteorologist Michael Carroll. Katie Lem, the station you can count on. Welcome back to the Katie Lem Sports Wrap. We're joined on the phone now by John Malay of the MSHSL. He's been working hard to keep us up to date with what's going on. A whole bunch of winter seasons wrapping up state tournaments. Some are already are completed and some are, are going to get underway next week. We're joined on the phone now by John. How are you doing, my friend? Hey, Zeke, I'm, I'm doing great. How are you? Doing well. Uh, let's let's jump right into uh, what's coming up. Last year, there were no spring sports, but uh, earlier this week, the MSHSL releasing guidelines and restrictions for spring high school sports. Got to feel good. Yeah, that's great news. We're going to be back to having spring sports when we missed them all for, for a year. And yeah, and the way the weather's looking, uh, I'm just thinking this could be an outstanding spring if if the temperatures stay as warm as they have been and, and whatever snow we get here uh, doesn't last long, it's just, it's just great. I think I, I'm really got my fingers crossed for a great, a great spring. And certainly these kids deserve it. Yeah. We're definitely owed as, as much spring as we can get with warm weather, getting as much softball and baseball and golf and, and tennis as we can. What are some, yeah. some, some start dates for these, these teams? I know winter uh, state tournaments going to ramp up and, and end pretty abruptly. How much leeway will kids have between the end of a state tournament run and the beginning of their spring season? Yeah, you know, for those teams that, that make a deep run, it's uh, sometimes there's a little overlap, and these winter tournaments are, are largely much, not much, but definitely later than than normal. Usually by now, we'd be we'd be nearing the end. We we maybe go a couple of weeks into into March before we're done with them all. Maybe the middle of March. We're going to go well into April before we're done mm-hmm. with uh, the last tournaments, the basketball tournaments. But um, basically, you know, the, the main starting date for practice for, for spring sports is March 29th. And like I said, we're going to still have winter tournaments past that. But, uh, you know, who's going to complain about that? You know, hey, we're having winter <laughs> state tournaments. This is right. the first time we've had state tournaments since last winter. Yeah. And we didn't get through all of those before COVID arrived. So uh, it's kind of, you know, it's, it's, a good problem to have, I guess, that maybe we got we got a lot going on here in a compressed time frame. But yeah, March 29th is is the basic uh, start date for practices. Um, you know, for uh, golf and track, uh, baseball, softball, tennis, uh, lacrosse starts a little later. They start practice April 5th, and and it looks like uh, uh, April 8th is the general first day for for competitions and. And away we go. Like and like I said, Zeke, uh, I'm super optimistic about, about having a great spring here in Minnesota. Talking to John Malay, the MSHSL. Let's talk about some of the restrictions that uh, the MSHSL has released for 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 these outdoor sports. Uh, I'm assuming social distancing is still going to be required, even though we are outdoors. Masks, no, no going through the the handshake line after after games are completed. Well, yeah, some of these things we don't know. We don't know about masks. Masks may not be required. We're waiting to hear from the State Department of Health 
they'll tell us what they what they want to see happen as far as masks. But everything else, I think, will probably be the same. You know, hand sanitizer, social distancing. Uh, you know, if you're on the bench at a baseball game or a softball game, spread out if you can. Spectators should be spread out. But but I think it's going to be much different than than what we've seen. You know. This, especially in the winter when everything's indoors. Um, I'm looking, I'm trying to see if the number of games is, is fewer. I think, I think basically the number of contests is about the same um, number of weeks. Yeah, it looks like it is 20 baseball games, 20 softball games, um, 14 track meets, 16 golf meets. That's pretty much standard. So I, I don't think it's going to be anything new. I think it's just maybe going to be a little less, of uh, of what we've done, especially this winter, last fall. It'll probably be more similar to fall. Um, again, with the outdoor sports, it's a lot different. But the big thing I'm waiting to hear is, is what do the experts from the Department of Health say about masks? Because if I'm playing a right field in, in, in a softball game or a baseball game and I, and I have to wear a mask, I might take issue with that. That doesn't make a lot of sense. So mm-hmm. uh, I don't anticipate that'll happen. Now, I know last spring in some states i saw some videos and some stories you know that like for baseball and softball teams you didn't have to wear a mask when you're out on the field playing defense or batting around the bases but when you get back to the bench you do we may end up with with rules like that we just don't know yet it may be no masks required at all other than maybe optional if, if someone wants to so we'll wait we'll wait in here we've got time yet before we get going with all those spring sports. So uh, I'm sure it'll be, it'll be even better than what, than what we're used to this winter. What's the status on tournaments for uh, like, like tennis teams and, and track and field meets? Cause I know like gymnastics couldn't have uh, more than one team competing. Wrestling could only do tries. What's the status on how many teams can go to a track and field meet this spring? Yeah, it, it's going to be kind of similar to, to the winter here where we didn't have, even the fall, we didn't have big volleyball tournaments in this winter. Right. No big wrestling tournaments. I'm looking at the track and field guidance here. It looks like the maximum number of schools that can gather at any one site is five. So, um, and, and there's limits. I'm looking at it says maximum of five schools at any event, maximum of 50 student athletes and coaches per team. And that gets you to the 250. I mean, that's the limit on spectators right now indoors. We don't. I don't know what it'll be in the spring. That's a. That's another thing we don't know yet if there'll be any limits on spring spectators. Uh, I sure hope not, but we don't know yet. And uh, yeah, basically it's the same kind of deal. Um, there won't be any big, you know, golf tournaments with with 20 schools involved. Um, baseball and softball, pretty self-explanatory. You know, there, you know, two teams can go play and. I know double headers are going to be encouraged. You can try to get as many games in as you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, you know, at this point, I think those are kind of minor inconveniences. I, nobody loves a big invitational track meet as much as I do. I'm a track guy, but I, you know, I'm willing to, I'm willing to hold off for maybe another year before we go back to that. If, if this is what it takes to get these spring seasons in. Let's talk about winter sports a little bit more as teams begin to wind things down. A very impressive win streak on the line last week in Sox Center. I believe they'd won 99 straight home games. John Millay shows up to the gym, and then the winning streak is over. Are you ever going to be allowed to another Main Streeter game ever again? They can put my picture up in the post office and with a wanted <laughs> sign, and I would not argue. I had never been in the Sox Center gym until Saturday night. 
And, uh, and yeah, they had won 99 games in a row. They had held the state record, I think, since their 78th win in a row. So, you know, you're talking eight years without losing in that gym, and then the, the goofball from the high school league shows up, and, and they lose to a really good team from Monaga. Mm-hmm. And then the next home game, Monday night, a really good team from Albany comes in and wins. So I, And I was joking with Scott Bergman, the Sox center coach, after the game. He was talking about, you know, we got another tough one Monday. Albany's coming in. And, and I said, and the last thing you want is for that streak to head the other direction. And son of a gun, I jinxed them oh, again. No. They're 0-2 now in, in their last two home games. But what a remarkable streak. And uh, I, I I don't know what the national record is for girls basketball home court winning streak. I, I, the National Federation, which oversees high school sports all over the country and does record books, I contacted them. They don't have that category for girls. For boys' high school basketball, the national record is 128 home wins in a row. So, But they did tell me they're going to start a category for consecutive home wins in girls' basketball. And the first entry is, is Sox Center, Minnesota, with 99 in a row. I've, I've alerted them to that, that the streak has ended. So, yeah, it's phenomenal. And uh, I don't think a lot of people around the state, even in Sox Center, until the local paper there did a story in, in recent weeks. I don't think a lot of people were even aware of that. I don't know if Scott was aware of that, mm-hmm. but uh, but uh, I was made aware of it by, by Matt Peterson, who does a great job maintaining boys' and girls' basketball state records. And if you look at tweets I've sent from uh, Suck Center or the story I wrote from there on John's Journal at MSHSL.org, you can find a link to Matt's website. There's a ton there. And Matt alerted me to it last month and said hey something to keep on your radar so that's uh, it was on my radar and i showed up and, and ruined everything for everybody so my apologies to the main streeters no no that, that, that two-game home <laughs> losing streak you better hope they get off the schneid before next season otherwise it's gonna be a long a long off season for those for, for those gals <laughs> that's right something else that's cool on mshsl something you guys uh, have been doing the the most valuable teammate award now in week 17 and a, a, a local kid winning it last week haley selly from frazee high school Freshmen participate in both dance and basketball. Pretty special award for Frazee. Yeah, we really are excited about this award. We started it last year. Uh, Wells Fargo is the sponsor of this. And basically, we put the word out to, to schools, administrators, and coaches, you know, let us know about kids who, you know, it's not the most valuable player. It's the most valuable teammate. And that's something we all know is really important, especially with, with youth sports. And, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, up at Frazee, they nominated Haley Selly. She's a freshman. She's on the basketball team and the dance team at the same time. And, and uh, you know, there's a great photo of her. We tweet these out. They're, they're on our webpage. If you go to mshsl.org and scroll down a little bit, you'll see a nice photo of Haley with that award. Uh, we have a talented staff here, and they put together great graphics with these things. And usually on Thursdays, we we post each week's winner, and it's just one of the one of the great things about my job is I, I coordinate that and I gather these nominees and, and uh, kind of get things put together. And somebody else who has much more technical skill than I do puts together these outstanding graphics. And just a great way to honor these kids who who maybe they are the most valuable player, but they're you know they're also certainly most valuable teammates. And, We've had student managers nominated. We've had kids who, who are single-sport athletes and three-sport athletes and four-sport athletes. And we've had drama kids and music kids. It's not just for the, for the sports, uh, kids involved in sports. It's for every, every aspect of, of a high school student's life. And, and Haley's a great, a great example of that award. 
John, if someone wants to nominate someone for that most valuable teammate or, or follow you online, where's the best place to do that? Yeah, if you want to follow me on Twitter, uh, it gets kind of goofy on there sometimes, but we have a lot of fun. I'm MSHSL John on Twitter. And these nominations, they can only come from school people, administrators and coaches. Okay. And uh, they're rolling in all the time. We've got them stacked up like airplanes over MSP right now. And and uh, I, I think I just I just uh, received a new one yesterday, and I, I I emailed back. I think it was the athletic director, and and I said, "Yep, the, your your student is going to win this. It might be five six weeks down the road because they're <laughs> they're stacking up, but uh-huh. we're going to get them all out there. If we have to go all summer, we're going to get these kids recognized. But yeah, basically, uh, school administrators and coaches." can uh, contact me and uh, and they've all received information on this from our office there's a there's a specific form they use and we ask them to send us a nice photo and everybody does that so yeah it's really it's really a neat way to honor honor great kids John Malay from the MSHSL my friend thanks so much for joining us today uh, stay safe and we'll, we'll chat again soon hopefully we'll have some spring sports in a couple weeks I can't wait Zeke yeah I can't wait to get outside and watch kids compete outdoors and bring my lawn chair and uh, and just have a great time. Hopefully I can get up to your, your neck of the woods here this spring. We hope so, too. Yep. Can't wait. It's finger licking good. Sweet. Dude. All right. Thanks again to both of our guests, head coach of Laker Wrestling Team, Rob Elliott and John Malay, for joining us on The Wrap today. If you missed any of the program, you can go back and re-listen to it on demand at kdlmradio.com. You can also search for and subscribe to the KDLM Sports Wrap wherever you get your favorite podcasts from. We never really had a rewind today because we jumped right into it, but let's talk for a second about that wild win last night. They led 4-1 to one over the Vegas Golden Knights, held on after some questionable calls to beat Vegas 4-3. to three. They're now only two points out of first place in the Honda West. Joel Erickson escort twice. Capo Kakinen, 24 saves for Minnesota's new on two straight games to get to 15-8-1. The Wild host the Coyotes tomorrow. Jose Barrios looking great. Tossed three ins and one hit ball. Struck out four as the Twins topped the Rays yesterday 6-2 in Port Charlotte. Minnesota has won three games in a row. They will host the Boston Red Sox today. Wolves back in action tonight as well. They're going to be in New Orleans to open up the second half of the regular season. Wolves return home this weekend to face the Portland Trailblazers Saturday and Sunday. And let's talk for a second about that Minnesota Gopher Northwestern Wildcat game last night. The 12 versus 13 matchup in the first round of the Big Ten Tournament. Northwestern, the 12. Minnesota, the 13. And Minnesota slips by Northwestern last night, 51 to 46. The Gophers will play fifth seed Ohio State this afternoon. Pre-game at 12:30. Tip-off from Lucas Oil Stadium at one o'clock. One fun stat that I found about that basketball game last night. The Gophers Northwestern men's basketball game last night was the first time in eight years in Division One where both teams shot under 45% on field goals, under 45% on three-pointers, and under 45% on free throws. Not a great game, messy win, but hey, Gophers live to play another day, taking on Ohio State today. I heard uh, an excuse from another Gopher fan uh, yesterday that uh, the sidelines at U.S. Oil Stadium, not great, and so everybody struggles to shoot a bit the first time. So hopefully Ohio State's plagued with that a little bit this afternoon, and the Gophers can sneak out one more win. Taking a look at Lakerland, a bunch of teams in action today. Section Swim and Dive begins today. 
Like we heard from from Coach Elliott, uh, we've got Laker Wrestling on tonight. They are traveling to Pine River Bacchus to take on Alexandria, the first round of the Section 8 two-way playoffs. If they beat Alexandria, they'll take on either Pine River Bacchus or Fergus Falls. You can hear those matches tonight on 102.3 KRCQ. Laker boys hockey, they got two games left. One of them is at home tonight against Wadena Deer Creek. They wrap up the season on Monday at home against Crookston. And then the section seating comes out on Tuesday. We're going to have Laker girls basketball on KDLM, a big one rivalry game, the Detroit Lakes versus Purim. The Purim Yellow Jackets in town tonight. Pre-game show at 7.15 with Charlie. Tip-off, Laker girls basketball versus the Purim Yellow Jackets at 7.30 tonight on KDLM. Find that full broadcast schedule online at kdlmradio.com. That's a wrap for the Sports Wrap. Busy day of recaps tomorrow, plus uh, a, a very fun guest tomorrow. We're going to have Emmett Anderson will be joining us on the wrap. If you don't know who Emmett Anderson is, he's the number one ranked high school runner at the cross-country level, and he just signed a commitment with the University of Minnesota Golden Gophers to run D1. Emmett Anderson runs for the Smalley Cardinals cross-country team. He's getting ready for track and getting ready to go D1 to run competitively for the Gophers in the fall. Emmett going to join us right around 9.45 tomorrow here on the Sports Wrap. That's a wrap. We're back tomorrow at 9.30 on the station you can count on. KDLM, Detroit Lakes, Minnesota. We'll take a quick news break and then spin those classic hits next on KDLM.